Welcome to episode 23 of your Routine Queen podcast. Today, I'm actually going to be bringing you behind the scenes pretty transparently and sharing my biggest lessons from my recent multi five figure program launch that I'm just kind of on the other side of right now. So while everything's fresh, I'm going to be coming and sharing what you need to know about running a launch just like this. This is Chelsea Fournier, AKA your routine queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. So back in October, I'm recording this now in February of 2022. And so back in October of 2021, I had an idea. And have you ever just had an idea that you're like, I think this is a good one. Like, I think I'm going to run with this. I had this idea that I was kind of reflecting back on 2021 and realizing that I had very consciously spent a significant amount of time, energy, resources, money on, on healing, on mindset, on releasing trauma, on really exploring a lot of sides of me that I, I hadn't really paid a lot of attention to in the past several years. And so I, we just kind of chalked it up as like 2021 is our year of healing and clearing out baggage, right? And at the same time, I was really stepping into a new level of strategy. I was pivoting my brand. I was really looking at like, what do I want to be when I grow up in the online coaching and marketing space? And so I was spending a lot of time reading strategy books and I had the amazing opportunity to have some really great small group and one-on-one -on -one sessions with a mentor and a pair of mentors and to really learn more about like funnels and modern marketing, just a lot happening all at once. So like information coming in, some trauma, some baggage releasing out, some stuck energy releasing out, really working on my money mindset and overall commitment to a mindset practice going forward. So I'm in the midst of this learning strategy, thinking about things, going through mindset and just seeing that clarity was coming at such a rapid pace. And I knew it was because I was taking action and implementing strategy and learning new things and working on my mindset all at once. And I think it was the first time that I'd really been swirling around all of those at once, because there's definitely been times in my career as an entrepreneur where I was like in the mindset stuff, you know, just like reading books, devouring podcasts, maybe working with a therapist or working with a practitioner I believed in and like in the mindset game. But at that point in time, maybe I wasn't also taking a lot of action or maybe I was in a lot of action, just like do, do, do but not working on the mindset or had a little bit of both of those, but really only working on the strategy that I currently knew and not learning new strategy. And so I was seeing that it was this catalyst of all three happening at once that was really helping everything to fall into place for me launching this podcast and my new Instagram feed and understanding the brand and the programs that I wanted to work and having one-on-one -on -one clients kind of come out of the woodworks to want to work with me. And so I had this idea 
And at the time back in October, I thought it was going to be just like a low level membership. And then I decided to actually invest in working with a business coach. And she's someone who I adore. I'm actually going to be bringing her onto this podcast and she will be a guest expert in my Align to Ignite group program. So just adore Ina and she and I have met in person. And I just knew that if I kind of fell into step with her that she and I have a lot of the same strategies. And she was someone that if I was really running at a fast pace of action, I felt like I could trust her strategy, trust her feedback. And so decided to invest in working with Ina. And so I just was like, okay, I'm going to get to work. I want to launch a thing. And so then as I was implementing some of a combination of what I knew my method was and being super open and implementing um, Ina's methods that she teaches and really seeing just decisions fall into place and fall into place, but I couldn't quite figure out, I couldn't put my finger on like, what is the transformation that I desire? What is the container? How long of an experience does this need to be? Is it a membership where people can just kind of come in and go out? Or is it a container, like a beginning and an end container where, you know, there's a a set pace? Like I was really open and I was really open to listening and journaling and meditation and listening to my higher self and batting ideas around with other entrepreneurs and, and following through with the process and the methods that both Ina and I implement. And it started to come together for me. I started to realize, what if, what if something existed where you kind of got a smattering of everything. You got the solid foundation of the strategy and decisions and everything you need to do to work towards putting together a launch like I was doing. But instead of separately having to go hire a mindset coach or separately having to go search out and find people that you might need to hire as a virtual assistant, like what if you were just in this community and the word community just kept coming up for me? I was like, what if there was just a community of the people that I have vetted that I personally trust And I could like introduce my clients to them in a way that wouldn't be overwhelming and would allow them to kind of get a taste of what their next step might be as far as, you know, either diving more into the mindset or more into strategy. But along the way, I want to help them launch something and make good money, you know, to really turn a profit or to see that what they're putting in place can turn into a profitable business. I was like, what if I don't see that really existing anywhere. Maybe it does. You know, of course I have blinders on. I was just looking where I was looking, but I decided to start putting that together. And once I decided, you know what, this is going to be a community. I'm going to seek out some experts. I started scrolling through my Instagram feed and looking through the existing network of people that I network with and, and find value from. And I started seeing them in a different way. And I started reaching out and saying, you know, Hey, if I were to put together a group program, do you do any collaborations? Would you be open to being a guest expert? What would that look like? I started getting feedback from people around, you know, what would be an ideal situation to offer them and started to realize that so many of the high six and seven figure earner friends that I have, they love referring to each other and doing these types of collaborations and was like, wait, how was I missing out on this whole piece? I have always tried to create the transformation by myself. And so it started to spark this new energy for me. And then the more excited I got about it, the the more people were saying, yes, yes, I'd love to be a part of that. And so I ended up putting together between mid-November and I launched this program, uh, let's see, mid-January, let's say. So it was October, you know, had the idea, November, December, January. So it was really only like two and a half months of me putting together this launch that I'm going to be honest, it blew me away. It was my biggest launch in my entire career as an online entrepreneur. And it also felt like the simplest. 
and it felt joyful and I wasn't burnt out and I was still prioritizing self-care and my family didn't think I had like moved off to an island. Like I wasn't in my office 24 seven. I was for sure focused, but it happened in such a synchronistic way. I'm not going to say, you know, uh, an easy way or in a way that, um, you know, is going to glorify this in any way, but it just happened and it kept unfolding and I kept taking the next step and I kept trusting the launch plan that I teach and that I implement and just kept being like, okay, what's the next thing I need to focus on? What's the next thing I need to focus on? And I was so excited about the 10 amazing human beings who've said yes to be in this first cohort of the program. And I was just sitting down actually today and starting to record some of the modules that will be part of the decisions by design, like course section, that's going to teach the launch method. And then starting to really get excited that not only do I get to go through this program and, and facilitate it and be an instructor, but that there's also 15 sessions that I get to show up for because these are going to be guest expert sessions, mindset sessions, sessions, teaching strategy and brushing us up on bookkeeping and legal and all the things that I know small business owners need to bump into sooner than later and understand what's possible and understand what to put together as next steps and next strategies. I get to be basically a student in my own program and I'm so flipping excited. And so we have the 10 students plus myself. I'm kind of considering myself number 11. And so I was just reflecting today on some of the lessons that I experienced and I broke it down into five lessons. I'm sure there's more. I might kind of insert some others, but I'm really excited to help walk you through some of these lessons, because if you've done a launch like this before, you know that this reflection period is so pivotal. And if you never have, I want you to know that it is possible to go from idea to a significant or successful launch in a short period of time. If you have guidance, if you have mentoring, and if you can implement some of these lessons. I wanted to take a moment to just invite you to a free opportunity that I offer exclusively to this podcast community. If you're listening to this podcast, this comes out to you. You might hear me from time to time talk about supplements that I'm using or CBD or how I'm creating little micro rituals and be like, I just want to ask my question about it. I want to know if that would be right for me. I want to get my specific um, experience or ideas accounted for and get some feedback. Did you know that I actually offer a free 30-minute call to podcast listeners that I call a free 30-minute focus and power-up call? I'm going to put a link in the show notes, and you could head over to chelseafournier.com, and there's also a link there where it says free focus call. Literally, there's no strings attached. Yes, if we talk about something that you're like, oh my gosh, I want to know about that CBD you mentioned in the episode. Like, for sure, I if I have an affiliate code or a discount or anything, I'm going to help you to get the best deal, right? And and guide you that way. But it might also be that at the end of our call, we're like, wow, there's a really powerful meditation I just listened to. And I think I should, I'm just being called to send it to you. There might be some next step. There might be some referral or resource that I could help you to connect with so that you have that as part of your aligned next step. So I just wanted to pop in for one quick second to let you know about that. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for a free 30-minute focus and power-up call. And just if you're listening to this and you're feeling really called to deepen your experience or our conversation about anything you've heard me bring up on the podcast or over on my Instagram feed, I would encourage you to book it. Why not? This is your sign. I'm calling you out. Let's do it. So if you've been hearing me talk about this program and this experience and aligned to Ignite, maybe you heard about it before in this first launch and maybe you didn't, but I want you to know that if you're listening to this, you can go to chelseafournier.com forward slash aligned dash two 
dash ignite. So chelseafournier.com slash aligned to ignite with a dash between the words. And if it's not open for enrollment right now, there's probably the ability to join a wait list. This is a program I'll be launching three times total in 2022. So we have the first launch and that I'm speaking about and reflecting back on, but we've got two more launches later this year. So if you want to be in the know, understand what's going on, see some of the testimonials coming out from students going through this first round. And typically when I have a wait list, there's going to be some bonuses, some discounts, some perks for being on that wait list when it does go into enrollment. So if you want to check that out, head over to chelseafournier.com slash aligned to ignite with a dash between each of those words, jump onto the wait list. Or if you're listening to this and it happens to be open enrollment, I would love to hear from you or even see you enroll as a student. Lesson number one, as I reflect back, is that I really approached market research in a very intentional way and market research calls and polling my audience and just being really open to listening to not only developing what I wanted, but really hearing what my ideal client wanted. It was everything for me in this process. It it helped me to gain confidence that what I was offering was absolutely needed. It helped me to understand the verbiage that my ideal clients were were wanting. And in the end, several of the people that I did market research calls with, because they were so excited about the program as they saw it unfolding after that market research call, they ended up enrolling it as a student into the program, which was super exciting. Now I have done market research before, but you know, specifically when I've been launching group programs or messaging around different one-on-one coaching experiences, And I just approached this trying to be like super organized booking calls. And I think the biggest lesson I'm going to share with you is that I only booked calls with people who I truly believed were my ideal student for this program. I think in the past I had kind of, you know, posted on Facebook, like, Hey, I'm going to be launching a new program. Anybody want to give me some feedback? And, and anybody who said yes, I got on the phone with them. So then if they gave me feedback and said like, oh, I don't know, this is too expensive or that's not the type of support I would want. I was listening to voices who were not my ideal audience. And so then when I created it and marketed it to my ideal audience, I'd been taking feedback from people who were never going to say yes. Right. And so I think the number one lesson about the market research calls is I only booked calls with people who I truly believed were my ideal audience. Maybe I didn't know for sure until we got on the call, but I really believed that they were and that I could offer a transformation to them that would be powerful based on what I knew about them from our connections on Facebook or a couple were past coaching clients and I I wanted to pick their brains. And so it was very organized. I created specific questions. You know, I recorded the calls and listened back. I even got some of them transcribed because I felt like they were such powerful, um, just verbiage and ideas and recommendations, but really understanding how to properly do market research and, you know, not just posting on your Facebook or Instagram saying, Hey, would anybody be interested in this? Or, or putting together a survey and just asking a couple questions without being able to see their reactions. I really invested time. I think I did close to 10. I think I booked 10 market research calls and they were incredibly, incredibly valuable. If you're listening to this and you know that you were one of them, thank you for sharing your time and your feedback and your expertise and helping to shape the program. Now I teach within Align to Ignite, I teach how to properly run market research calls, or if you're super busy and not able to do longer calls like that, some different methods where you can get like really meaningful feedback. 
and specifically how to get clear on who your avatar is, who that soul client is that you want to call into the program, even before it exists, because that matching of having those conversations with someone who could be the ideal match for that program you're creating really, really is magic. Now, lesson number two, I'm a planner, right? I'm, I'm, I love planning. I love Trello boards. I love spreadsheets. But the lesson looking back is that planning ahead and working backwards from dates and deadlines and scheduling out emails and posts was just such a lifesaver. Because here's what happens. If you launch something, so whether it's a you know just a one coaching session or a package of coaching sessions or a group program or some transformation, there's going to be some lulls, you know, depending on how you map out your launch calendar, how long your card is open or whatever that looks like. There's going to be some lulls where there's days where you're like, nobody's interested and the gremlins come into your mind. And even if you've made, even if someone has enrolled and then there's a couple of days where nobody's interested or nobody's biting or your click-through rate on your emails is really low. Those gremlins come in and it's like, this is going to be a failure. It's going to be that one student that said, yes, it's just going to be me and her. This is supposed to be a group program. But you know what? I had worked backwards to say, okay, if I'm launching this day, then these are the emails I need to write to invite people to the masterclass where I'm going to be presenting at the end the program. Then I want to make sure that people that all of the sales emails going out after were written ahead of time. And this is because if you, if I was sitting down on a day or even though the launch went amazingly well, my goal was to have 11 students, I have 10 students and myself. And so that kind of totals 11 in and of itself. And so on, on a day, maybe it didn't even have to do with the launch. Maybe my toddler was sassy. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep. Maybe, you know, we ate out last night and my belly doesn't feel good. Like there's so many reasons writing the sales emails and the posts that were going to be a little bit more promotional, right? A little bit more salesy than I typically am because this was like, hey, don't forget, this is, you know, our enrollment for the program is ending, program starts soon, book a sales call, da, da, da. It's more than I typically do, but it's what you got to do to be in front of the eyeballs that might be ideal students for the program like this, right? And so working backwards, having that scheduled ahead of time because if on that day where my toddler was sassy and my belly didn't feel well and I wanted to take a nap instead of write emails, if I was writing like the high energy sales emails that day and being like, nobody wants to buy it anyway, nobody wants to sign up, right? Like that comes through. So what I love is that I worked through my launch calendar, went backwards and started looking at the assets I was going to have to write, the emails, the posts, the copy that was going to be like a higher energy. And I scheduled time when I felt like I was in really high energy. And I might, you know, after I got off of a sales call where someone said, yes, maybe sit down for 30 minutes and write the sales emails. Like I really saw the whole ecosystem of this launch and the launch calendar in a way I never have before when I was creating something like this. So that was a huge lesson for me to plan ahead, to batch out the content, especially when it's in like that, the throes of the email, you know, when you're going to be like emailing people every day who signed up for the class and haven't said yes yet write those ahead of time, write the posts ahead of time. If it feels even the tiniest bit salesy, do it in good energy. Lesson number three was that truly working on what my signature transformation that I desire to offer to my students and then creating this aligned offering, doing the market research, understanding what I wanted to offer, creating this community. This was my aligned offering. 
and then focusing on how to call in my soul clients to that one offering without getting distracted. This is the method that I teach in Align to Ignite is to really work on your signature transformation, design one aligned offering that you're going to learn how to master launching, and then focus on creating content and conversations and outreach that's going to call in soul clients and not doing anything else. Like I had so many ideas. I've got an idea for a membership. I've got an idea for a mastermind. I've got an idea for some, let's see, like funnels that I want to create. I've got an idea of a rebrand of my website. None of that. The only reason I was able to take this from idea to execution to multi-five-figure launch in such a short period of time is I just stayed focused. I stayed focused. I just was like, okay, this is the transformation. This is the offering. Let me keep honing it. What's the next asset? What's the next thing I need? And just staying in that discernment and allowing some spaciousness. Like I wasn't rushing through this. I allowed the value of spaciousness that if I needed to sleep on a decision or decide about an expert, do I want this person or that person on what topic? I allowed some spaciousness, but I also just stayed in focused action. Lesson number four, budgeting for support, baby. Budgeting for support. So my goal, my like what I thought was a stretch goal was twenty to $25,000. And in my mind, I have been taught and I have found it to serve me well that if I'm doing a launch to budget, of what I hope to bring in and not just hope, like I had spreadsheets and projections and I was working on this, right? Using my methods. And so I budgeted 10% of that. So between two and 2,000 and 2,500 were set aside for VA virtual assistant or launch support. And so then I was like, okay, what are the things that I'm pretty good at that I can do this round? And what are the things that I just suck at that? Like I need to hire someone for. And what I decided is that I'm pretty good at copy. So I wrote out the copy for the sales page and the copy for the posts and the copy for the emails. Like I did all of the writing and it was a lot of writing. I think it was a total of, I think I figured out it was a total of 18 pages, one of which was the sales program page, which was very long. All of the components of that. I think it was a total of about 50 emails between the emails of inviting people to the class and following up after the class and selling and the emails to go out to the students who did decide to enroll just a lot of email sequences. So I did all the writing. What I decided I'm not good at is design. And so I did hire someone to actually design the sales page. So I created all of the copy in a Google doc and then hired someone to make the sales page. And also um, realized I was spending a lot of time in Canva creating posts and said, you know what, this is the time I'm just going to try and see if I pay someone to create the images of my Instagram posts, could I stay A, more consistent and B, would my quality be higher so that I could be drawing in more of these sole clients during this period of time? So I hired someone to do images for sales pages and Instagram posts. Then I realized I'm horrible at backend stuff. Like when I need to send a PayPal invoice or set up a Stripe subscription, like I'm just horrible at that. So checkout page checkout processing. Like once someone says, yes, I'm on the program page, I want to enroll the actual checkout process, understanding the kind of user experience and, and having someone to help me with the strategy of onboarding those students, like what should be on the thank you page? What should be in the welcome packet? This particular person that I hired, and she is actually a guest expert in Align to Ignite. She was familiar with the platform that I'm using to deliver the course in the community, which is called Mighty Network. She was familiar with that. So it was able to help me think through like, what are the tech issues or things to think about that need to happen for a seamless, like premium onboarding experience of my students. Then I also hired out some admin support for helping to manage and organize the experts that were coming in because having 15 guest expert sessions outside of everything I'm creating on on a weekly basis for the program was just a lot. So these were the things that I was like, 
Oh, also support within the community. I am really good at certain things around creating community, but I know that I needed someone kind of like a right-hand woman within the community that would be a part of the entire program, you know, posting things, answering questions, being that kind of friendly face who is going to be trusted within the community outside of me. And so I did also bring someone in for that. So these were all within my budget. And this was a budget based on money I hadn't earned yet. Like, remember this, when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you got to bet on yourself and say, okay, I'm hiring these virtual assistants to create this thing, this container that I just really believe people are going to sign up for. And once they sign up, I really believe they're going to have amazing success stories and I'm going to launch it again and again. And so a lot of these things I created and, you know, hired someone to help me create are one-time things. Am I going to tweak the copy on my sales page for the program next launch? Maybe. Maybe I even hire someone to look over the copy and look at what could be, you know, tweaked to have better conversion. Maybe, but it's not going to be the same expense as creating it from the beginning. I don't need to create the welcome packet again. You know, I might need to copy it in my Canva account and change the dates of the orientation call. Obviously for the next cohort of students, it'll be a different date. So there's going to be things to like review tweak, but so, so, so many of these assets are now created. And every time I launch this program, I'm kind of developing a standard of procedure an SOP about how to launch this. This first time, I'll be honest, it's a little bit messy. Some of the things were like, oh my gosh, I got to send an email in the morning. Got to write that tonight. For sure. Even though I was doing a lot of stuff ahead of time and using my launch plan and method, but so much of it was planned ahead that it wasn't like a disaster when something didn't work or I missed an email that I was going to send. There was a couple times that I was like supposed to send an email to invite people or to follow up with someone. And I didn't um, because I didn't have it ready and I missed it in the whole shuffle of things. But you know what? It still worked out. So I would say lesson number four was as soon as you feel like you can have some space of a budget that you're going to invest before a launch And I recommend between eight and 10% of what you desire to bring in. Now, I actually exceeded that goal that I had, which is amazing. And I'm so glad that I invested in the quality of people that I brought into my team, because now these assets are here and our understanding, our strategy is there. So when we launch it together, you know, I'm going to bring the same team back together again and be like, hey, how can we do this even better this next time? So lesson number four was that my return on investment for really finding some of these quality people. And and many of them are going to be guest experts within the Align to Ignite program. So all of my students are getting exposed to them. And I can say, you know what? Here's my testimonial for working with these people. I highly recommend them. So I love that community aspect, again, coming in into the program. And lesson five was that taking time to plan, do, and review even as I went of like helping me to think about that longevity value in my business. Like even as I finished the sales page being like, oh, I wish I had done X. I'm not going to take the time to go redo it right now because I'm in the middle of a launch. But I started a list, a Google doc that was just like things I would like to improve. Like next time, I would love to find a way to collect either people's Instagram handle or text message like a number I could text them at because so many people who signed up for my email said, I'm not seeing your emails. I signed up for your class and I never got the Zoom link. And so now like, okay, for next time, I should look at the software that I'm using. Where's the easiest and cheapest way to collect and be able to communicate either by directly by Instagram and set up some automations with ManyChat or to use ActiveCampaign or something like Project Broadcast. Um, Some of the softwares that I have access to, to basically have a different method of communication to say, hey, 
If you don't see the email with the Zoom link, go over and check your spam or even sending the Zoom link right before we get started to increase the number of people who showed up live. I think, I think there could be some better conversion and improvements around that. So just some of these things, like, uh, you know, just the other day I was looking at some of the standards of procedures that I'm working on for, you know, the emails and how I was scheduling them. And, oh gosh, I did forget to write this one. It didn't go out off to circle back next time and write that particular topic of email. And so just a lot of it was about being organized and seeing where something could be improved, being like, oh, the thank you page. After someone enrolls for the masterclass, I got some really great feedback in a group coaching session with my coach and was able to get feedback on what else I could put on the thank you page to increase the likelihood that someone was going to really commit to being on live to the class. So just as you're going through something, it's never too soon to already be debriefing and looking at what you could improve for a next launch. And so much of what I teach in Align to Ignite is is really wrapping all of this up, right? Because I infuse the value of longevity into the entire program. There's so many times in my history, my past as an entrepreneur, growing a business online, coaching and marketing, where I would launch something and then never launch it again. Like my program, I had a really cool program called um, Master Your Daily Plan, MYDP. And it was specifically targeted at women who are in direct sales or network marketing. And it was teaching them really how to structure their day, their week, their month, giving communication strategies and team strategies. It was, a, I think, a really great program. There was some great success stories, but just the way that life happened, I launched it once live and then I launched it, I think as an evergreen too soon, like as a program that you could just sign up and go at your own pace. And then I got pregnant and was planning to launch it again live. And then just because of how difficult my pregnancy was, I, I really didn't have the gas to do that. And then it was years. And so now I'm not even working with that particular population, right? So things changed. I evolved, but I, I paid some of this type of staff, you know, virtual assistant designers to create everything for that program. And I never launched it again. So what I'm loving about just longevity of seeing like, okay, let's start tweaking because I'm going to be launching this again. I'm going to launch it two times more this year. And each of those times there's gonna be less expense because so many of the assets will have been made and more net profit. Okay. So you're looking at gross profit coming in was multi five figures did exceed the goals that I had set. And the profit margin I think was, was really good for the amount of assets that we had to make very, very quickly with the team that I put together um, you know, the actual expenses stayed within the budget that I had been looking at. And now there's some additional expenses on top of the staff of, you know, getting welcome presents. And um, one of the students is in Australia. So I'm going to, you know, have shipping, some international shipping and um, just some of the expenses that came up, some of the software I didn't anticipate that I was going to need to be able to like make things happen seamlessly or accept online signatures, stuff like that. But I did not far exceed the budget I had in mind but I did far exceed the goal that I had for the profit coming in for the program. So now next time when I launch this, the profit margin is going to be even better. If I set that same goal and do achieve, then it's going to be even better for my business. And so much of this is going to be already made. I'll have feedback from the students. So this is where that iterative process as an online coach and an online entrepreneur, it'll, it's going to allow me to keep delivering better and better and better and to have better and better and better conversions because there's going to be more social proof of testimonials and success stories and people on the wait list and all of that stuff. So 
I just wanted to hop on while this was all fresh. Uh, I hadn't necessarily anticipated this being the topic of this episode, but I just realized so many of you have been watching me kind of rebrand, launch this podcast, launch my Your Routine Queen Instagram handle, play around with my bio, figure out what the signature transformation I want to offer is, start to offer one-on-one coaching, realize, no, the ideal transformation I want is a group community. What does that look like? And so if you've seen some of this, I just wanted to bring you behind the scenes to be really honest about some of the lessons that I just had, some of the celebrations and abundance that has come to my family through this and into my business and the very real responsibility that I take on this program being an amazing investment for the students that did decide to come in. If you are interested in learning more about the program, like I said, I'll put a link to the either wait list. It's the same link. It either brings you to a wait list when this program is not available for enrollment. When it is available for enrollment, it will give you more details, but head over and check out the page. Even just getting onto that wait list and, and learning more about the program could get some juices flowing for you. Or as always, if you are curious about how we could work together now, you can message me over at Your Routine Queen on Instagram. I'm always happy just to chat and hear about where you're at, what goals you have, and if there is something coming up, either launches or opportunities to work one-on-one or group programs or memberships to really hear and match what might be a good next step and recommend that for you. So I hope that you got some value out of this kind of plan, do review, sharing of lessons, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.